We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Tuesday afternoon. A lunchtime matinee edition of Knicks Weekly. Presented by Underdog Fantasy CP the Franchise. Alex Otaros on the ones and twos on today's episode. We got a little bit of breaking news to talk about. Is Quentin Grimes the next young Nick to be put on the trading block? As the Knicks reshuffling continues, they need some help. And could Grimes Hive be packing our bags? Yeah, I might be out of here too, man. We got to talk about that. Plus, our top five trade ideas. Thinking along the lines of this Grimes trade, our top five trade ideas to improve this Knicks bench for the present, for the here and now. And we're going to cap the show off with Carmelo Anthony, man, with Car- with RJ coming back to the garden. Did Carmelo take a shot at young Broadway Barrett, man? We're going to break that down, dissect it all, lock in, hit the like button, hit the share button, subscribe to the channel. Salute to everybody in the chat on this lunchtime live. If you guys are on the grind, go ahead and throw a hashtag grind in the chat. Salute to all of our franchise channel members. Busy day where you're trying to catch up. West Coast jet lag wearing off, Al. I was bagging up there merch. La- I was bagging up merch last night. Back, back to square one, man. How you feeling, man? I'm good, man. Yeah, yeah. I see. I see. There's some merch that's uh, on the shop. You know, yeah. I want to get some as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at that shirt. I'm like, hey, that's Your, a nice shirt. Yours is nice on the way, pal. Your, yours is on the way, man. Hey, Christmas is over about. a month ago, but it is still Christmas here at Knicks Fan TV, man. So yours is on the way. And I'm going to show the people some, some more of the merch that we have in the merch store. I got some uh, next to me that I want to show the people. But anyway, back to business, man. Ooh. Our guy Fred Katz of The Athletic, just on time, breaks the seal on an article which talks about uh, the Knicks trade deadline goals. And the idea, according to Fred, is that the team is looking to add someone who 
could help the team today and also has a contract that could be attractive in a particular trade for a star in the summer. But acquiring mm. a talented player gives uh, takes giving up something good. So, another goal, as he said, the team is looking for extra shot creation. We saw it last night when they got exposed by the Orlando Magic. No Brunson. IQ and RJ are gone. You've, you've lost a lot of firepower and playmaking ability, shot-creating ability in your lineup. The Knicks need help there. And from according to Fred Katz, one name to watch is Quentin Grimes. He says the Knicks are actively fielding offers for the former first-round pick, according to rival executives who have been in contact with the Knicks front office. The approach signals a change from only a year or two ago when the Knicks held on to Grimes in the Donovan Mitchell talks. But with the arrival of Dante DiVincenzo, the big ragu, Grimes Hive could be packing their bags, man. What say you, bro? That's tough. It's tough to it's tough to see that. And you know, there's, you know, I've had a lot of optimism about Quentin Grimes on this team, but you can just see from the way that the season started, him expressing the difficulties of being able to be to get in rhythm when you're not involved in the offense, and yeah. understandably so when you had guys like R.J. Randall and Brunson in the starting rotation that all those guys demand 20 touches per game. And then you talk about quickly who needs to get his 15 to 20 touches per game as well. Yeah. yeah it's going to be tough to put up four to eight shots and try to get into rhythm, but it's been up and down even after the rotation change, even after RJ and quickly getting traded, you just see that Grimes has yet to really be involved. I mean, look against Memphis last night, he was barely involved and we're shorthanded. And you see, even with Tom Thibodeau's reliance on Josh Hart in some situations, you just see the constant just pushing of Quentin Grimes further and further down the depth chart to the bench. So it's it's not surprising that the Knicks are open to moving Grimes. And to be honest, if we're just reading the room, after you saw the OG trade and you think, okay, you gave up RJ Barrett, you gave up Emmanuel quickly, two yeah. guys that this team valued who needed, who you needed to move in order to get an upgrade on this roster, right? Yeah. Everyone's always looking at young talent to say, okay, I believe somebody can succeed here. Yeah. Grimes is probably, is definitely the next guy on that chart saying, okay, if we have to move a young guy in order to get something back in return, you know, we're probably got to move Grimes. So it's Grimes, Fournier contract as Fred detailed. Like if you've just been watching the Knicks and how they operate, you know, yeah. the front office is thinking that. So we're going to get through some trades later in the show, yeah. okay? But it, it makes sense that Grimes is the next guy on the list. But it's it's just funny, man, how things can change so quickly in the NBA because this was Tibbs's guy. You yeah. know, this is a guy who he put on for the toughest assignment night after night last season. He went from having, you know, he came on the scene his rookie season against the Milwaukee Bucks, right? Yep. Shot lights out. The following season – didn't want to have Evan Fournier in the starting rotation because he needed defense and as well as good three-point shooting. He gave you that and improved as the season wore on. Even when Josh Hart arrived here, he was still efficient. And now you're talking about a guy who's not valued anymore. Yeah. It's how, how quickly things change, man. I'm, I might have to pack my bags. What, what do I got to start up? A, a Blazer fan Oh, so, so so let me ask you this. If, if, if Grimes is going out to Cleveland, you're going to Cleveland. You're going I, back to Cleveland. I, I mean, you know, I'm already getting recruited up there by friends in the six, man. They, they're trying to outfit me for a number nine jersey in, in red. Mm. I'm trying to tell him, like, listen, I'll, I'll support from afar. I can't, I, I can't do all of that, man. But if Grimes is gone, man, that, that will be tough. However... 
It's expected. It's expected. They, they've when they traded RJ and Quick, you're now down a couple assets. He's your only attractive. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. He's the only attractive young asset right now, along with your first round picks. And so um, there, there is holes in in, the, in this lineup. You know, a lot of people try to take us to task yesterday by by a lot of people thought we were blaming McBride for last night's loss, and that's not that's not what we were doing. But what? the point the point is is that what you saw over this past couple of games, especially with Brunson out, is that the Knicks are even. Uh, uh, lacking even more in terms of depth, shot creating, playmaking talent. It's not. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's not McBride's fault. They just need more from a backup point guard perspective. They need more playmaking. They need guys that can break down a defense and and score. So, you know, I'm not surprised. Obviously, the Dante introduction put a lot of pressure on not just uh, quickly, but now, but now Grimes. Grimes lost his starting spot. It's been a struggle for him. He's been up and down. And now they're going to try to see if they can make an upgrade. And unfortunately, it might be at his expense. You also have to think. See, a lot of things that they're doing is not just for the now, but also future. Think about future. Your core players right now of Julius, Jalen, and OG are all going to be on that line to get paid. That's where the money is going to be invested in. Plus another person to be named later. So they traded the RJ contract. They, de- they declined to pay quickly what he felt like he was going to be worth in the open market. And now they have to make a decision on Grimes in a couple of years as well. So just like as I told you, bro, everybody's not going to be along for the ride. And this is the way that they're going to have to upgrade his team. It's going to be at the expense of, of players who are already on this roster in tandem with the draft picks. Do you expect that essentially all of the young kids would be moved? Did you see did you see that coming where RJ quickly, Obi, and now most likely Grimes are all gone and then between those two drafts of the front yeah. office, those two years, right? You get rid of all your first rounders. Yeah. Did you expect that? I I did expect RJ only after they had put him in the Mitchell trade. Once they put him in the Mitchell trade, I said, All right, all bets right. are off. They're going to try to move them at, 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 as soon as they can if, if they find an upgrade. The quickly thing was a little bit surprising. I thought Quick would have stayed with an extension, then get traded for a bigger piece. I still didn't see him staying here long term. Mm-hmm. Grimes, it, it, could be, it could be iffy, but the point is, is that you didn't have a homegrown talent, although they were good role players when they were here, good role players, no slander, no shade. You didn't have a homegrown talent that it could establish themselves as an all-star within the window that you have with Brunson and Randall as a, and also as a complimentary piece. They just couldn't get them there. So you have to package those guys, try to get your fits, and ultimately try to get the upgrade that you're looking for. I guess I was just – it's not even necessarily that you found the guy. It's the fact that they – even out of the players that they drafted, right, sometimes you just keep a player because – you can see the value that they add, and I guess the one that you that people are looking at right now is, is looking at the Josh Hart contract that could have gone to Emmanuel quickly if you wanted to extend him, and he could have been one of those homegrown talents coming off the bench for quite some time, as you mentioned. And as I thought, he moves you move him in a bigger deal for somebody as an up uh, a larger upgrade. 
it's just a little it's i guess it's a little shocking i mean now we're we got jericho sims and miles mcbride and <laughs> that's, 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 that's this, and those are your second round those are your second it. round picks yeah yeah so that, that's just what the shocking thing is to me man is that out of all the first round player out all the first round picks you utilize all they're getting moved and it's not like you get, I, I understand you have an all-star in julius randall should be all-star in jalen brunson you got that desirable three and D wing that you've been looking for. Who's a dog yeah. on defense. Yeah. And now you're trying to figure out everything else. The only guy that is maintained through all of this is Mitchell Robinson. But even in Fred Katz's article, you know, the Knicks are not looking to move Isaiah Hartenstein right now. So that w- that's going to be another tricky situation. Yep. Cost of doing business, man. It's a cost of doing business in the NBA. When you have a lot of role players, you have a lot of young players contributing, but you also have to be mindful of your salary cap implications going forward. And how does that, how do your goals align with that? That's what makes roster construction so hard. And so for the people who are just like, well, we just need to just leave the team as is and and grow together into a contender. It's not going to work that way. Guys have to get paid and that how much you get paid you have to justify that with your value to the team and the overall success of the team. You can't just pay everybody and just sit back and, and let the and let the, the grass grow. It's a conveyor belt, man. It's a conveyor belt. You got to issue get off the pot. So your young players either have to help you win or help you get that next piece that can help you win. Stepping stones, building blocks. Same with coaching. It's the stepping stones and building blocks. So... The, the point is, is that if, if they're using these guys as assets to help improve the team and they're, and they're making the right decision, the OG one looks like it could be that, then you have to wait and see w- what this looks like, you know? So that, you know, that's the next question. If we go back to this Cats article, so to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. If we go back to this, uh, this Cats article, he says the goal, according to league sources, is they want to add someone who can help today and also has a contract that would be attractive in a hypothetical trade for a star this upcoming summer. I read that as Donovan Mitchell. You put on your tinfoil koofies and, and do your own interpretations. But what, what does that say to you in terms of, you know, obviously they've, a lot of fans went to DeJounte Murray. So what do you think about that? If we look at DeJounte Murray's deal, is that something that, that's the that's the biggest question I have with Murray? Is that something that they want to take on the three three years remaining? Because even if he can help now, is he flippable in the summer to get Spider or the next star if he wanted to? Well, you know the thing about Dejounte Murray is that he actually has you know he's this year and then he's got four more years. Right. There, there it is. Okay, right. There it is. He pl- so, well, the player option in the fourth year, right? Uh, he has a player option in the fourth year. Right. So, you know he's not turning down $30 million. <laughs> Well, by the time 27-28 comes around, he might because that, that'll be cheap. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Depend- I, but it also depends if he wants to. Because the thing is that DeJounte also wants to be part of a competitive team as well. That's also been yeah. the rumors going around the league right now. So, Sometimes you got to have that favorable contract to go to that situation if you want to go be part of winning. Because what you, you think you can just go get paid and then be like, all right, wh- where else can we go? Especially yeah. if you if you look at the way that the CBA has moved has moved, where you pay your top two guys, they're going to be on the highest contracts. No team wants to go into that second apron where you don't can't even move picks in the future. So I think he's. I think if anything, he should probably stay, depending 
on, you know, unless like he's like top tier superstar, you know, you're talking about top 20 in the league. Yeah. You're really uh, a contributor to winning. Although on the Hawks right now, you're not doing that. Right. So th- this is my biggest concern when it I put on the DeJounte Murray, we're going to flip him thing, right? Is that he's not succeeding there. You can buy low as KOC said, two first rounders, what Atlanta wants. You could do something like that. Yeah. But then if he's not looking good here, is, is Cleveland going to say, yeah, sure. He can go work here. That's the, right. that's the next thing. He's right. like, so he didn't work out in San Antonio. So he didn't work out in Atlanta. And if he doesn't work out in New York, what makes it think, what makes me think that he's going to work out next to Garland yeah. and Mobley yeah. and Allen. So that's the danger about thinking that way. It's saying, it's Oh, well we can recoup his value and go do that. I'm not, I told you, I'm not, like it's like that fantasy football, fantasy sports thinking like, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll draft three quarterbacks. Someone's going to be injured. Yeah, yeah. And then you're doing business with a team you don't want to do business with. So yeah. I'm not a big fan of that, but I get the concept of saying, hey, his value. But then they, you also got to add in what I also said is that is does Cleveland find him valuable to be paired next to Garland? Garland. Yeah, yeah. That's the big thing. My question is a couple things. How much I, I go back to the leverage play? So we just pulled up Dejounte Murray's contract. If we pull up Donovan Mitchell contract, let's pull it up again. So to everybody in the chat once again, lunchtime edition live. Uh, how many people we got in the chat, man? I'm, I'm here doing the research. I can't. I'm seeing 875 in the chat. All right, right there now. we go, man. So to everybody in the grind, throw a hashtag grind in the chat if you're on the Grizzly. Okay, so. And so this this is what I'm I'm thinking here, right? Like in terms of Cleveland and their potential options. If you look at Spider Mitchell's contract, he's got after this year, he's got thirty two six this year. Next mm-hmm. season it's thirty four eight, and then he has the player option. So now, if he didn't ne- negotiate the extension this year, let's say he goes into the summer and says, "You know what? I'm opting out." to test the waters. Does Kobe Altman have to say, hey, listen, you know, this might be the best offer. Is it DeJounte, a couple more picks to get it done? Or or does Miami swoop in and, <laughs> and get, get the I guess the question the is, so is it's been Miami, it's been New York, and Brooklyn as the top Brooklyn. three destinations. Yeah, so that far. Have always, yeah. I don't see Brooklyn offering anything outside of picks. I don't think Cleveland says, oh, yeah, let me go get, uh, you know, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie or Dorius Finney-Smith for some picks to go move for Donovan Mitchell. I don't see them as – but I can see Miami as, like, the real competitor, especially if you put Jaime Jaquez in that deal, right? You you give them a wing that they can pair next to Garland and Mobley. I could see that moving the needle. Maybe a Tyler Hero. So if you're thinking that way – then maybe DeJounte could be up there with a pick that you could say, but yeah, it's it's still it's still tough for me to even think that DeJounte would be what Cleveland wants because even what the Knicks did, right? Like look like, at like how they moved R- RJ and quickly to go think about the fit. Yeah. What's the better fit? Because they're probably thinking about that too. What's the better fit next to Garland? And it, it goes back to is Murray the better fit? Even though you get the picks with it. Like you still got that guy on the book for three That's years, be the for three thing. years, right? Or, or yeah, yeah four, d- depending. Four. Well, yeah. I, I guess if if you were to yeah, if you were to trade him by the summer, it would be three left, right? It would be yeah. uh, it would be that year plus the three left, right? Yes. Right, right. So, 
something to think about. But that makes me feel like it's it, it's more of a Brogdon type of move, where because again you go back to Fred's article, he he meshes in Fournier here, and you know will they will they trade him before the deadline? Will they trade him by the draft? But what they're saying is that potentially they'd be using Fournier to try to get a guy like a Brogdon where you have similar salaries on similar timelines that you can still trade as an expiring contract. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, Brogdon makes sense just because it's one more year. He's still valued around the league. I mean, you hear teams even like the Lakers are interested in Malcolm Brogdon as well. So I could see him. He... You know, value is so interesting around the league because it's not only your talent, but like it goes with the talent, the contract, and how much can we acquire you for, right? Like, yeah. just re- remember the effects of Damian Lord. It was Miami that was the driving the ship for Damian Lord. Not every right. other team was thinking about, oh, I want Damian Lord. And Damian Lord, we're talking about a top 15 player, top 20 player in the league. As soon as Drew Holiday got on the market, that there was more offers and bids for Drew Holiday yeah. than there were for Damian Lord. So I'd expect the same thing for Brogdon than necessarily Murray at this point because Brogdon, two years, you're talking about one more year after this year, can come off the bench, Yep. one six-man of the year, pro's pro. I think it's going to be a high, I think, yes, I agree that the Knicks probably go that route, just the way Fred uh, phrased the article. But I think you're going to have to, bid there's gonna be a bidding war for Malcolm Brogdon too true good good points man Al I'm gonna put you on the line with E crossover run and get my my uh my laptop charger and then we're gonna get to our trades along these lines what do you guys think man you could call us up on the Knicks fan TV discord salute to everybody on the grind right now is Quentin Grimes out Grimes Hive where are we going Let's talk about it, man. How do we improve this team for the present, for the here and now? Yes, Murray has been a name, but we got some other names we're going to talk about and discuss. Uh, E-Crossover on the Discord. Go ahead and unmute your mic, man. Long time, bro. Oh, well, let's drag him in. He fell out of the live show. E-Crossover, are you there? E-Crossover. Yeah, you guys can hear me right now? Loud and clear. What's good, man? How you feeling? Mm-hmm. Hey, man, it's been a while, man. Uh, just been doing a lot, man, just uh, expecting the sun in March and everything, man. So got a lot going on with baby mama and everything, though. So um, right now, man, uh, my main my, my main concern about the team and everything is just about just about the trades, especially when it comes to the bench. Um, Maka Brogdon is a really good name that we can get, but durability to me is the biggest factor of anything. If you can't show up to work, then what value do you have into my organization? So the next mm-hmm. guy I would like to go with, which is like DeJounte Murray. I think he fits very well with the team. If you look at it, when he was uh, uh, playing with San Antonio, he was high usage. I think he was around the 26% uh, 26% uh, usage rate. And I think when he played, and I think now he's, when he's playing with uh, Trey Young, he's like at 23, 24 around there. And he's being very efficient at that role at playing the shooting guard, which shows me that he can adjust to certain roles. If he needs to play off the catch, he needs to play off a, certain point guard, he could do that with Jalen Brunson. And Jalen Brunson could do the same thing because he used to play with a high usage player like Luka. So I think they can work together um, greatly. And especially when you're facing these elite point guards that need that they need a defensive stopper on the other end, you can have DeJounte Murray guard the best point guard. And with OG playing the wing, he can guard the best wing player that they have there also. So I think with that defensive 
that 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 defensive duo right there, especially with Mitch and iHeart com- like coming back, I mean, especially with Mitch coming back and interchanging with iHeart, you're gonna have a defensive monster on on defensive three headed monster on that team. I'm telling you, man, with him and Jalen Brunson, since they can work off ball and on ball, and the fact that Dejounte Murray is a willing passer too, and he's a really good passer because when he played at San Antonio for his All Star year, he averaged nine assists a game and averaged 21 points, and he shoots over 45 percent, which is a very yeah, but, good yeah, clip but for that, me. but that's the thing. That was when he was a point guard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that, but I'm saying with guy, uh, with playing with a guy like like Jalen Brunson, that's not a very like pure-minded point guard. He's very more scoring-like. Yeah. They can entertain that usage rate together, and I feel like they can work together very well with playing on-ball and off-ball. I think it will work more perfectly than when he played with uh, with Luka, which needed the ball all the time to be efficient. They could both play off the catch. They could both play off the roll. They could both play off the post. Like it, it, it would just be what's, what's a crazy Zion, dynamic. What's the but, catch and shoot numbers? I don't think it's all that good. He's not an efficient player, bro. He's shooting, he's, he's shooting 46% from the field and he's shooting 38% from three. And that's what playing off of Trey Young. Yeah, but what's what's his catch? You, I mean, you're saying he can play off of Brunson. What's his, what's his catch and shoot numbers looking like? Uh, right now, I don't, you know, of course I don't know that number yet, but yeah. just watching the games, I watched enough of the Hawk games, so I wanted to see how he plays. Yeah. He plays off the catch pretty well off the corner. I'm not saying mm. catch off like the, the wing or like yeah. the wing or the, or the key, but when he plays off the corner with, with Trey Young, when he passes out, when he penetrates, he'd be hitting those shots at a good clip. And, mm. And and also like seeing them just down the stretch how they play together when the team is rolling they work pretty well but since their their defense is not great in the in, in the Hawks organization mm-hmm. going to a team like Tom Thibodeau which he knows how to play you know which he knows how to make defensive schemes he can work really well with that same thing when he did when he played with Pop okay it, it wasn't a great team but as a defensive minded player and making the right plays he can do it okay Pre- appreciate the call man good good to hear from you man. That's just me, but I, I won't. Yeah. But the first last thing I'll say is I won't give up unprotectors for him. I'll give up the protectors, not unprotectors, and a player. Okay. I don't know what player they will want in exchange for that. That's the only thing. But for the right price, I'll, I'll get DeJounte. All right. Brogdon Pre- is only for durability. Appreciate but. the call, man. He crossover had to catch up. He hasn't called in years, man. I didn't hit to ask him. <laughs> I didn't hit to ask him music on him because, you know, he's been a long time caller. That's all I got. Facts. Facts. And to answer your question, though, CP, DeJounte Murray, Mm -hmm. catch and shoot from three right now. His three-point percentage, 38.6%. Yeah. And that's 21%. That's that's the frequency shot that he's taking, too. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of catch and shoot threes, and he's knocking them down. Mm. About close to four catch and shoot three-pointers per game, and he's knocking them down at 38.6%. All right. Not bad. Not, Not bad, man. What do you guys think in the chat, man? Rate that call in the chat. One being trash, five being facts. All right, Al, let's get to trades and trade scenarios, man. Let's get to it. Mm. Um, which one do we want to go with first here, man? Well, I'll load it up. Well, why don't we start off with DeJounte Murray since that's the okay. topic of let's conversation do it. Let's do right it. now. Yep, yep, good one. Which, right, which one so... are we looking at? Are we looking at the one with Grimes? Oh, yeah. It's All the right. one with Grimes. Let's get to it. Here we go. We got it loaded there up. There it is. Loaded up. Uh, everyone's wondering what it would take to get DeJounte Murray. Yep. Here we go. Uh, it is Evan Fournier, Quinton Grimes, matching the salaries. Because, you know, the Hawks were interested in Quinton Grimes when we did the Cam Reddish trade a few years back. So they probably want Grimes as a catch-and-shoot guy, another catch-and-shoot guy. Perimeter uh, 3 and D, typical uh, player. And we give them the Dallas 2024 first-round pick and Milwaukee 2025 first-round pick. They said they wanted two first-rounders. Okay. You get two first rounders. Like I said, I don't see him getting an. Un- I don't see the Knicks giving up an unprotected first round pick for Dejounte Murray. Um, 
But I would say that's a deal that could potentially get it done to go get Murray on this team. So you're saying Fortier, Grimes. So Grimes, I, we're going to Portland here in this straight scenario. Oh, no, uh, no. Atlanta, not I mean, Portland. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Atlanta here. You get to go oh, to the sorry. A. Like, you want to go to the A to do another KFTB uh, Yeah, we could, we could go to the A. I, I think that would be all right. That would be decent. Did I mean, you go to school really... down there, too, for a bit? Yeah, but they, they're fair-weather fans, man. You know, they don't rock with their teams until they're winning, man, which is really never. So they don't really rock with their teams like that. It's a tough tough place to get acclimated to. Well, 48 Grimes protected first, uh, and the Milwaukee protected first. I do it. Yeah, I do it too. Yeah, I, I do. It. You need another guy who can create. As E Cross were saying, I think you talk. You see the catch and shoot race for from three. Yeah, that would could play well. Both of them. Now you had Dejounte, who had to learn how to play off of Treyon because Treyon's so ball dominant. Yeah, like I said, Brunson had you had he had to learn play next to Luca. So those guys should be able to understand the ebbs and flows of playing point guard and then playing shooting guard. And it's good three-point shooting, man. And DeJounte yeah. is a legit defensive defensive guy. I mean, I know people are questioning his defense, but that Hawks defense stinks. So I don't look at you. One guy's not going to solve everything. Um, but I think you want to talk about sharing up the perimeter yeah. with some uh, good defense and three-point shooting. DeJounte could be that guy. And then you could stagger him, too, with that second unit. I, I definitely do it. Uh, you, you definitely need to stagger him with that second unit, for sure. I would do it. I, you know, is that what Landry Fields is looking for? According to our guy, KOC, they want two unprotected for or two first-round picks. Right? They gave up two unprotected to get them. Would Landry Fields do that? Are there any Hawks, undercover Hawks fans in the chat? Speak for your GM. Would you do that? Lopez 104 well, that says. Pick, yeah. That Bucks pick is only top four protected. You know the Bucks are not going back into the lottery anytime soon. Yeah. Unless something catastrophic happens. And even if they did, there's a greater chance that it's not top four. True. And then for the uh, Mavs, the way that they're playing, they're six right now. And after this season, I think it could base the two second rounders, right? So mm-hmm. might as well move it if – I mean, it's most likely going to convey this year. But yeah. that ho- the hope that you wanted with the Mavs pick was last season where if they were out of the top ten, you could have still been in the lottery if the Mavs didn't decide to, uh, you know, just quit on the season. Yeah. Okay. All right, no problem, man. Um, hang on one second. Uh, okay, let's get to the next one. Let's get to the next one. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. CP and Alex, working the trade machine. We're, we're putting in the work, man. Let's do it. All right, what's the next one, bro? All right, let's go to Malcolm Brogdon since we discussed him. Okay, too. all right. Here we go. So which, which, one, are we, which one are we showing for I Brogdon got 48 right Grimes. Forty and Grimes. Okay, yeah. I don't think you need any draft picks to go on this one for for Portland. They got okay. enough picks over there, but I think this is a little bit of overpay. If you're thinking about move, if you want Malcolm Brogdon, I say it's a little bit overpay, but mm. I also know there's going to be offers for Malcolm Brogdon as well. Uh, just the way that the reports have been going for his services. So if you want, if you don't want to include picks, I think it's Forty and Quinton Grimes. You go add another mm. guard. I think it might be a little too guard heavy out there. Yeah. Um. Just because you got uh what was it? you got you got Sharp, you got Simons, you got Scoot. So I don't know where Grimes would fit into that rotation, but you can match Brogdon and you can match uh the salaries of Grimes and Fournier to get Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, I agree with you. This one would be a little too rich for my blood. Now it would satisfy the Knicks goals 
to to kind of swap expiring contracts for potential expiring. You use Brock, you use Brogdon in a deal to kind of flip for your star with with the picks. Now for the present, that certainly helps. You get your playmaker. You get a potential scoring threat, some defense, solid veteran playmaking, injury prone. Now, if he goes down, now <laughs> your trade goes into the crapper for the, for this season in terms of your playoff, you know, playoff goals, because that that just kills your your depth. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, but I don't like this one. I did do another one, just yeah, because I thought that. Uh, just All with right. the Grimes news, I'm just I thought that one, but there is yeah. another one out there. Okay, uh, you're trying to save yourself from tomatoes. They didn't throw any really. Like, I'm not of, worried about the tomatoes. Oh, come on, man. Out of respect for you, they didn't throw any really. Um, but I hey, get CP, it. I dig it. I dig it. I did the RJ and uh, Grimes for uh, who was it? OG and Gary Trent Jr. last year. So yeah, one of those, two of those players were in the right. Were correct. The he other did. was not. Um, All right. So, okay. So that's number two. So, okay. Well, let's say this one is 2B, right? You have another Brogdon one? Yeah, this is 2B. 2B. Uh, 2B. Here we go. Brogdon. All right. Here we go. This one is you trade Brogdon and Fournier. The contracts match, right? Yep. But in return, you give them the 2024 first rounder uh, for this year for Dallas just because I don't see... For me, I don't see the Knicks. I see the Knicks need to make a draft this year to yeah. get more rookie-scale contracts, and they're probably going to move off of Grimes, but I don't see them going back to the well of saying, well, you know, we're going to take two first-rounders this year because they have their own. They'll have Dallas because it looks like they're on track to make the playoffs this year. I don't see them taking two first-rounders mm-hmm. and, and just saving them because I don't see the playing time that's there. So I think they'll move one because they are going to they are going to have to re-sign OG this offseason. So I see them keeping one player if they're thinking about moving Grimes. So you can move off the Dallas one. You move the Brooklyn unprotected 2025 second round pick and you move Fournier and you get Malcolm Brogdon in return. Okay. All right, there we go. What do what are we thinking in the chat here, man? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Are you pulling the trigger on this trade? Leave some comments in the chat. Let us know what you think. Yeah, I do this one. Easy. It's yeah, easy, I think I don't, I don't see just because if you think how the Knicks did the deal with Josh Hart last year and like trade with Portland to get Josh Hart last season, I should yeah. say. Uh, it took Cam Reddish, Ryan Archidiakono, Zvi, and a first rounder. Right. So I think it's going to take another first rounder, Fournier. And, and it really yeah. like that trade was really the first rounder that they wanted. Yeah. I I think yeah. this is along the lines of how they've traded in the past deadlines. Yeah. Right? Um, and and you keep your young asset that you can use in the summertime. You keep an expiring deal in your in in your war chest that you can use in the summertime. You address your current needs for a veteran playmaker and, and scoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think All this right. I think this is an easy one, man. What do you guys think, man? Thumbs up, thumbs down in the chat. JP7 says, definitely 2B over 2A. Archie, the OG, says he shouldn't start drinking before noon. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what he's referring to, but I mean, what's, what's, what's the big deal about the picks? You gave up the Dallas pick, which is worthless, and you gave up a, a, a second-round pick from Brooklyn in 2025. The Knicks have 22 picks. Yeah, you, you got 22 picks. You have 22 picks <laughs> from now until 2030. <laughs> What, what We're are we not drafting about? all these guys. Or or is this Fournier Hive in the chat trying to muddy things up, man? Mm. I I mean, you had a couple people last night looking for Fournier. Mm. 
So maybe well, it's Fournier Hive not happy about uh, sending him to Portland. Where's Benji in the chat? Is Benji undercover in this chat because he wants yeah. to see Fournier still on this team? Okay. All right, man. Uh, so that's 2B. We are yep. in the trade machine heavy right now. All right, let, let's get to it. What is uh, number three, sir? Number three. Which number one are we three. Going let's to? go to – let's see. I'm looking for the – it's Jordan Clarkson. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Yep. I thought I thought that was a I thought that was the bonus. No, no, no. There's a okay. different there's a different Utah trade. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah, I definitely yeah. I like that one. I definitely like that one. All right, so let's get to the Clarkson one. Number three. Yep. All yeah. right, here we go. Jordan Clarkson. Okay. I don't see it costing that much to get Jordan Clarkson. Okay. Okay. Utah essentially said everyone's up for grabs. Obviously, marketing is going to cost Hell or high water to go get him mm-hmm. because that's how Danny Ainge is going to roll with, you know, the most improved player uh, candidate. But I think Clarkson's easy. It can be had. Uh, the contracts between Fournier and Clarkson match up. What you do got to do is give up a first rounder, in my opinion. I think you give up, you give Ainge to Dallas. They don't have a first rounder this year, actually. Mm. Utah Jazz do not have a 2024 first round pick. So mm. I think that could be very valuable to Ainge because the way I'm seeing him build, like, it's not a big free agent destination. No one's looking to go out to Utah. Yeah. So you're going to have to draft. And I think they want to get back into this year's draft. But like I said, the Mavericks playing well. So I think that would be very valuable to them. And then you trade in the second round pick for Jordan Clarkson. You know, this is where I would go if I was uh, – this is, this is one option if I were the Knicks. I would think about this direction just to get okay. a guard that can get downhill, primary ball handler. Uh, you can play him next to Jalen Brunson. You know, he could be that shooting guard. I know people are going to wonder, like, I don't think this is a, some are going to probably say this isn't enough. You need to include other guys. Well, the difficulty about the Knicks trade for OG Ananobi is that and signing McBride, you can't trade a lot of these guys. Can't trade a lot of them. <laughs> can't trade McBride or Hart until uh, offseason anyway. Yep. Can't trade them to the offseason. You can't, tra- you can't compound trades with Malachi Flynn or Precious Achua. So you can, those guys have to be traded as standalone players. Yeah. So this is the difficulty of what the Knicks did and when they made the trade. Uh, so I see it as Fournier, the only guy being dealt out. I don't think I include Grimes for this. I think that would be overkill to get Jordan Clarkson. He does have a few more years. I think he is valuable as a, you know, uh, a bench piece. He did win six man of the year one year. Yeah. I think Clarkson's solid, man. I think they would be solid pickup for this price. I don't see Danny Ainge doing that. Um, but you know, I, I think uh, in in the lens of a Clarkson, based on this price, yeah, you would take it now. What's his his contract looking like? Let's take a look at Clarkson's contract. Got this year and two more years. This got year and two, two more. This yeah. year and two more. So do they see Jordan Clarkson as a flippable asset? Do they send him back to Cleveland? Mm, as a where it all started. Where it all started for him. Send him back home. Do they do that? Didn't he start with the Lakers? He did start with the Lakers. Okay. Yes, that's right. All he right, did start right, with the Lakers. But he did, that's right. He ended up in – okay, yeah. I remember this. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. He did start in L.A. Okay. What do you guys think about the Clarkson deal, man? Thumbs up, thumbs down in the chat. Let us know how you guys are thinking. Salute to everybody in the chat. Salute to everybody on the Grizzly. CP and Alex on the ones and twos. We're talking trades, man. Your, your favorite time of year, ladies Rapid and gentlemen. We are, t- we are talking trades. 
I'm trying to close up uh, internet windows so my computer doesn't crash. And um, <laughs> that was that was just the NBA report. I just had the NBA report up Monday, Wednesdays, oh, and nice. Fridays, 3 p.m. Make sure you guys tap in on YouTube.com slash at the NBA report. Okay. Right. That was number three, Al. Number four, where are we going? Here we go. Number four. Let's okay. go to – I know everyone's asking about this guy, so I decided to – you know, who Burks help the fan base. Okay. It is for to Washington. We're going to Tyus Jones, baby. All right. All right. Hang on. Hang on. Let me, let me get the graphic up. Let me just make sure we are on the same page here. Here we go. Tyus Jones. Now, once again, I don't think it's going to cost much to get Tyus Jones, uh, but if there's an actual suitor to go get Tyus Jones, this deal probably wouldn't be enough. But be, and once again, going back to the trade implications that the Knicks made for OG and OB and yeah. extending McBride, Fournier, you give Washington back their first-round pick, mm-hmm. and you go get Tyus Jones. Mm, okay, okay. Um, can certainly help as as a floor general, a playmaker off the bench, like his game. Only only downside is really the contract. He's a free agent after this year, right? Yeah, final, final year of his contract. Mm-hmm. Then you got to pay him, and now you lose a potential asset in the Fournier contract. That's that's a tough one about Jones. I like Jones. Yep. Tough one though. I like Tyus Jones. Yeah. Uh I I probably wouldn't do this trade if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Just because not even necessarily the contract. I just don't see the fit with the Knicks. I don't think they need just a guy who can set you know, he's a pass first guard. Yeah, they need, need some somebody energy, like man. DeJounte who's gonna want to score. Yeah. I agree. So I don't see this. Be, I, I wouldn't do this trade. I like Tyus Jones, the player. If you told me we needed somebody in replace of, I guess, Miles McBride, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's think about this, but I'm I'm not doing this. Yep. Uh, I agree with you. They they do need a, a little bit more punch off the bench. And the contact tra- contract situation just, just doesn't do it. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. EJ wants as these trades are so mid. Okay. Al, do you have anything for Macau Bridges, man? Can we whip something up and, and get Macau Bridges here? Just give, give the people a little spark. You have anything in the trade machine for LeBron James, uh, Zion? Who, who else? Uh, you know, Luka Doncic. Oh, yeah. Do we want to go there? Or do we have an in-season blockbuster for Joel Embiid? Do we, do we want to dream that way? You know? Yeah, you certainly have a lot of channels that'll help you out, man. If yeah. you if you want to throw it, it, throw the tinfoil koofy all the way on, you certainly have a lot of content out there to do that. And I mean, if we're looking, I mean, even to hear Dejounte Murray's name for the Knicks for a midseason trade, that's pretty impressive. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah. You know, that's I think that's that's them taking a step forward, saying, you know what, we want a star, not the superstar, but a star. Yeah, you know what I mean. That, yeah. that that's a big step for the Knicks. And we got to be real. What have the Knicks done? It's Derrick Rose, yeah. Cam Reddish, Josh Hart, OG Ananobi. Yeah. They want to. They want a Booker. Can, are... we, can we get a Booker scenario? Let, let's torch the oh. bridge in in Phoenix. They don't care about their team that they just put together. Well, let's put a realistic scenario here for Devin Booker uh, to take us to the championship and, and beat the Bucks and the Celtics. How about that? Yeah, as they're the eighth seed right now in the West, they're actually playing pretty well right now, uh, even with their full. With their big three fully healthy. Yeah, yeah. I can see Devin Booker being okay. on the trading block right now. For, would it work for Deuce? 
Uh, the MVP of the team right now, I mean, could we get a one-for-one one swap or, or do we need to, like, throw in a couple, you know, throw in It's Sims Ryan Archidiakono, man. You just trade oh. Ryan Archidiakono right. for Devin Booker gotcha. and that's all you need to do. Okay? Plus, plus give the 20, like, we'll the give him the 25 Milwaukee pick. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. All right, making sense now. Okay, number five. Five Here alive. We go. Where are we going? We're going over to L.A. and not for the Lakers, but for the Clippers. Mm. Okay. We're looking at Bones Highland. Oh, man. All right. Yep. I'm interested to see everyone's reaction for Bones Highland. Now, this guy got traded from the Nuggets last season to the Clippers for just two second-round picks. I put Ryan Archidiacono in here as one option if they really wanted a player back. But you can also complete this trade without Ryan Archidiacono and go get Bones Highland if you want it. Okay. So that's something that you can do too. But I think you do have to trade... Archie Diacono, or you, you would have to cut somebody if you did go get Bones Highland, if you didn't include a player in the deal. So I'm going to get Bones Highland. Hey, I think he's a good spark plug off the bench. Uh, the guy can get downhill, solid shooter, shoots close yeah. to 40% from three. Uh, just has to work, I say, on his like his inside the, inside the arc game a little bit. But I think if you want somebody who can control the rock and get downhill, there's Bones Highland. Now, the only thing I would say is that outside of it, you have a young rookie contract, right? Uh, it's not necessarily of the value of a Fournier that you can go just you know do a trade by itself. But if you want to say, hey, maybe upside potential for a young player, you'd have to include him in a deal. Uh, the other thing is, I don't know if Tibbs would actually trust him. No, that's the big thing. No, when chance. you look at when you look at uh, Fred Katz's article, and keep in mind this was this was thought of before, just a few minutes before, yeah, uh, the article dropped. These are the qualifications to be a tip for the trade that uh, Fred Katz knows. Let me just pull up. Uh, let me pull it up right here. Someone who Thibodeau trusts, tradable salary, at least one more year remaining on yeah. his contract. Someone who can run the offense when Brunson is hurt or resting. He could do something close to what Quickly does, is just be a scorer off the bench. Uh, he has a one more year on, on his contract after this year. Uh, it is tradable. Okay. Not necessarily a bulky salary like Fournier. Is it someone that Tibbs trusts? No, probably sir. not. No, sir. Uh, yeah. If I would do it. I would get Bones Island on the Knicks, personally. Sorry, man. The chat is not feeling it, Al. Man. Mm. Sorry, man. Tomatoes. Tomatoes, man. <laughs> so this is the one that's getting tomatoes. Out of everything else, this is what's getting tomatoes. I hear someone on the call too that's like, eh, who, who's on the line that's saying, eh, and all this type of stuff. <laughs> so, to everybody in the chat, once again, man, hit that thumbs up button for you, boys. They all can't be winners. They all can't all right, be winners. All right. all right, let's get let's get to number six. Wait, are we are we on the bonus? Oh, are we on the bonus? Oh, the bonus. Ah, you you thought I, you thought let's I wanted to, to give bonus. a Christmas gift, let's get a to late the bonus, Christmas man. gift let's to the people it. of KFTV. Let's do it. All right, here we go. All right, I think you'll like this one too, CP. Yeah. I think you will all right. like this one. All right. All right. We're going back to Utah. We're dealing with Danny Ainge. All right? Yep. Here's the deal. We are getting your guy, Kelly Olenek. Okay. And my guy, Colin Sexton. Mm, all, right? all right. All right. All right. We're trading Fournier, Quinton Grimes, Ryan Archie Diacono. I didn't okay. I don't know why the picks aren't in here, but the picks would be I would give up uh I would give up the Dallas first round pick as well. Okay. To go get these two guys and bring them on the Knicks. All right. 
Clarkson, uh, uh, what you call it? Sexton having a good year, man. Scrapper. He's competing. He I mean, he's always competed. You know what I mean? He's, he's always He's always competing, a feisty man. competitor. Knicks fan 8518 in the chat says sold. You sold him, man. Let's go. Yeah. Looks like you Don't might have bounced. Sexton, man. You want to talk about a guy who played point guard for the Cavs? He can do <laughs> that coming off the bench. He, you want defense? Yeah. I just think about the guy who's at the free throw line staring at his opponent dead in the eye. All right? He's a dog. He's a dog, He's a man. dog. All right? Go yeah. get me Colin Sexton. Yeah. Now, well, what Sexton's deal looking like? He's got three years left, it says? That's correct. Tradable salary. Tra okay. Okay. Tradable deal. Let's look at Sexton's deal. He did sign his rookie max extension. Let's take a look. See, so to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up on for your boy CP and Alex. We're doing the research. All right. We don't, we're not just talking trades right now. We're doing the research, man. Trying to find some realistic options here. Okay. He has uh, two years, two years after this year, two years after this year, before he's an unrestricted free agent, 18 million a year. That kind of fits the criteria, according to Fred Katz, saying that they want somebody in the teens or the low 20s in terms of salary. Not bad. Not a bad thought. And you get my guy Kelly Olenek in here. I like what you did there, man. That was good work by you. Really, really utilizing the trade machine there, man. Because <laughs> we can't go into the playoffs. He killed two birds with one stone, CP. Killed two birds with one stone. Oh, you get man. some backup center depth. Cause yeah, you need it ain't it. precious, and he can shoot. You yeah. get a guy who can play defense and guard the perimeter really well. Yeah, I'd do that deal. P precious gonna have you pulling your hair out come play all the time. You better hope Mitch comes back or they get, get some some depth. Precious can't get no playing time. Can we give not the, in the playoffs, are, are, bro? Not in the playoffs. I, I see. Can we give the headband to? Are we talking about precious? We can't trade precious. <laughs> In an aggregated deal right yeah, now. Sorry. No, you trade him to the bench. <laughs> trade him to the bench and leave him there. Street clothes. All right, Al, I think this might have been your best work. What do you guys think of the chat? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Did he rebound after the Bones Highland one? Hmm. Leave a comment in the chat. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, so to all our franchise channel members... Yeah, I definitely like this deal. Definitely like this deal a lot, man. So, uh, good job. Good job, Al, on the trade machine. We're, we're working it, man. We need bench help, and we're, we're trying to get some guys in here, man. We are trying to get some forces in here. So, uh, good job by Alex there. And good segment overall, man. Good, good segment overall. Uh, Al, I want to salute to one of our sponsors of today's show, man, and that is... Hello Fresh, Hello Fresh, America's number one meal kit, and it's something that you guys got to try out, man. Like I got, like I told you guys last night, you know, one of the reasons I like Hello Fresh is because it's convenient. Hello Fresh comes right to your door. High quality ingredients. You don't have to go to the supermarket. It's snowing out here in New York. The last thing I want to do right now is go outside and go to the store. I got my Hello Fresh subscription. Each night I, I get, well, I get one box for the week, and it has all the meals that I want. According to the menu, they have a vast menu that you can choose from based on your preferences. Are, are you a chicken eater? You like steak? You like fish? Whatever the case may be. And the thing about HelloFresh, everything comes in the box, the ingredients, the instructions. You don't have to be a, a top chef to make yourself a high-quality meal. 
And like I said, it's convenient. You don't have to go to the grocery store, worry about what you're going to do for dinner. You get your HelloFresh, you put your, your recipe together, put your dinner together, and get ready to watch either the Nick game or Nick's post game live, whatever your schedule looks like. And that's the deal. And for our viewers, they are going to give you guys free breakfast for life. Free breakfast for life. You're going to get one free breakfast meal um, throughout the entirety of your subscription, so long as you are active, active subscribers. So some of you people that are breakfast people definitely want to uh, to try that out. Like I said, with HelloFresh, one of my favorite recipes that they have is the chicken sando sandwich. It's, it's almost like uh, almost like a Philly cheesesteak, like a grilled chicken Philly cheesesteak, but you have uh, the wedges with it. And you make your potato wedges. It comes with the hoagie bread. You can, they give you the recipe for the uh, secret sauce. You put that all together, great meal, man. A lot of these meals you can make within 30 to 35 minutes, easy peasy. And like I said, high-quality ingredients, man. So once again, go to HelloFresh.com. Use our code KFTVFREE for free breakfast for life. Once again, that's HelloFresh.com. Use our code KFTVFREE for free breakfast for life. Okay, to the Discord we go. Christopher Blake, how you feeling? Let's go. Uh, salute, 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 guys. What's going on? So, um, so I have two things, right? I have a, a trade scenario because, yeah. of course, you guys know that I'm the president of the DeJounte Murray to the next child. I'm so, sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, good. All right, all right. So did a little bit of research, and it yeah. seems like the Hawks want to get off of the Capella contract as well, mm-hmm. right? Seeing that the Knicks don't like the kids anymore, they don't want to pay no more child support, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that they might also be willing to move Mitch in a similar package for a healthy Clint Capella. So including, you know, I did my little trade machine as well, mm-hmm. and what I was able to come up with is maybe a Capella, DeJounte, Sadiq Bay package for Grimes, Mitch Robinson, and... and um. Fournier, of course, because you got to make the, the contracts match. Okay. And throwing some picks. It's something like that I'd probably be able to throw in some unprotected because the Knicks don't do anything with unprotected picks anyway. We trade them t- to move off Campbell Walker's contract. We give them out for a loaf of bread. I don't even think we really value them, so I don't even know why we would hold on to those, to be perfectly honest, just mm-hmm. to make the trade go through. Um, and going into my first point, we kind of skipped a little bit. Yeah, When we traded away our kids – we kind of made it known that we are in win now mode. So mm-hmm. we kind of have to do what we need to do to take care of now. And one of the reasons, and I appreciate you guys um, offering up that take on Brogdon. We got to also remember Brogdon is 31 years old. He's yeah. not getting any younger and he's not getting any more durable. And I believe we would be, it would benefit us to lock in players right now who are under good contracts for when that salary cap increases mm. so that we can definitely be able to make more moves. Cause if you think about it this way, I think even the John T. Murray's 32 million in what year four, mm-hmm. we're going to be paying Obi that next year. Yeah. I mean, not Obi, OG. I'm a, <laughs> I miss yeah. the kids. I'm still talking their names. <laughs> so I think we need to lock in that before the Hawks realize that it's truly Trey young, who is the problem and his bad shot selection bad shooting percentages, mm-hmm. and unwillingness to let go of that ball. Another reason why I think the John T. Murray, last thing, he came up in that Spurs system. That Spurs system doesn't really rely on one guy holding the ball. As you can see, they had Jeremy Sochan running point the other night. 
uh, well, many nights, not even going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Point guard in, in pop system is similar to kind of moving the ball. You know, Tony Parker wasn't really that type of guy who, you know, dribble, dribble, dribble. He'll get to a shot and move the ball. So I think he would fit very nicely in Tibbs' read and react system. And that's all I got to say, my guys. I appreciate y'all time going. Thanks. Christopher Blake, thank you. Thank you for the call, man. It's too many tomatoes, man. We got to drop you off, man. The, the chat is growing a little bit unruly. Thanks for the call, man. A- have a good day, Christopher Blake. Al, I, I don't think they, uh, I don't think they felt that uh, trading the block Ness monster was the right thing to say. I don't think they liked that for Quinn Capella. Yeah, for Capella, they didn't like that. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of Quinn Capella. He's not even the same Quinn Capella that he was from Houston going to Atlanta. He's not the same Quinn Capella that terrorized the Knicks. Who <laughs> terrorized Who? terrorized the Knicks a couple of years ago in the playoffs? Oh, oh, because let me. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Because we didn't have our guy who just took down the Twin Towers by himself. Even though I hate using that nickname because Mobley and Allen are not that. So mm-hmm. wait, you mean that guy who had to go against Nerlens Noel? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Okay. Everybody likes Sadiq Bay, man. What's up with that? Villanova guy. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense then. Let's see. Capella's 29. Yeah. He's only 29. That's kind of crazy, though. He's still mad young. Yo, he's been in the league for a mad one. Still mad young, yeah. When did he start with the Rockets, then? When he was 20. Oh, wow. Wow. Damn. He still is young, but yeah, no, I don't see the Knicks moving Mitch. Um, Not right now. I don't see it happening. For Capella? What's his contract like? He's got uh, 20 this year, 22 next year. The contract is... Fits the goal, but I don't. I don't see the Knicks moving Mitch just yet. I don't see that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's see. He's making there. So him and Mitch. How much is I'm got Mitchell Robinson contract. Mm-hmm. Mitch is uh, twelve. Well, no, what's Mitch at? Fourteen. He's making sixty a year. So he's yeah. He's making fifteen. It's a declining. So he's mm-hmm. making fifteen this year. Fourteen next year. Twelve is last year. The deal. Capella's making 20 this year and 22 next year. Okay. I'd rather keep Mitch than go trade for Capella. Yeah, I, I agree And he was including that. DeJounte Murray in that deal too, right? Yes. That's I think he was. I think he was, yeah. What do you guys think? They, like, if you're trading Mitch, I'm expecting iHeart to get paid. Mm-hmm. I don't see them putting 22, even for one season, 20, no. whatever iHeart's going to make. That wouldn't make sense. Plus, he got Sims. Whatever happens to Precious, that's a lot of money at no. the center position. Yeah. Salute to uh, Brian Orante, Al. Just joined the franchise channel member. Salute to Brian or- Orante. We got Akiva in the chat to fight out Super Chat. Says, Tibbs not, not willing to try lineups because of size. It's going to be his downfall. Never try JB and IQ. And not going to go with Randall at the five. OG at the four. And get Quentin Grimes more time. Okay. We'll see. I mean, um... You know, a lot of you guys last night were complaining about Julius Randle's defense. And now you want to see him at the five. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think the coach has knows what he has right now. And knows that that would be a recipe for disaster, as it has been well, every single time we see it. Well, who would you rather have playing the five? Precious? iHeart. <laughs> iHeart. Outside of iHeart, yeah, would yeah. you rather have Precious or Randle? Randle. 
Randall. So I think it like if you're going, like I would just put Randall at the five and just go put Dante out there. Go get some, just go offensive heavy for a minute. I hear that. I I, I certainly hear that. Uh, above the rim, fight out super chat says Murray, Sadiq, Patty. For Fournier, Flynn, Grimes, Precious, two firsts and a second. So you can't trade Flynn or, or Precious at that at this moment. Shout out to Flavor Freeze. Shout out to Jamal Pruden. Fight out Super Chat says, I used to tell my fam RJ is like a vanilla ice cream cone good, but nothing special. Mellow validating what he said. Well, that's a good segue. Let, let's get to the Mellow comment, man. Because uh, on the Knicks docket this week, Al, will be the marquee matchup, our underdog fantasy game of the week, and it will mm. be R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, and the Toronto Raptors coming back into town at MSG to take on O.G. Julius, hopefully it'll be Jalen, and the Knicks. Now, here is what our, our guy Mello said on the 7 p.m. to Brooklyn podcast. Make sure you guys check them out. Shout out to our guy, uh, the Kid Mero, as well as our guy Carmelo Anthony, number seven. Tap into that. Now, let's hear what Melo said and, and uh, react to it on the other side. Here's what Melo said about RJ, man. Well, yeah. He's just like, it's no, it's no, it's not, that's not a shot. That's not no yeah, disrespect. Man. He's just, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people. I ask a lot of people that who are Knicks fans and see what they say. And just like, he's just not. A, Bro. He, he, he's, he's good. He get it done sometimes, but it's not. An Even exciting when you talk. player. Like, you don't know if he got four or 26. Exactly. He's just going to the rack crazy every yeah. time, lefty, ah, ah. And then, in the, and then the personality, too. It's just like. Bland. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember, he's home bro, now. He's home, so he, he might be good. He's, now he's good because he's a candidate. He's in the crib. I don't think RJ leaving has something to do with it. Maybe, but I don't think it had anything touches, to do though. with it because. Nah, because OG can do the same thing RJ doing. He just don't demand it the way that RJ demanded to be a part of the offense. Like OG is cool sitting on the on the wing and moving around and cutting and waiting for somebody to swing into him and knock down a three. He's just a bland player, right? Yeah. He's just, he's just like it's no, it's no, it's not. That's not a shot. That's not. No. All right, so <clears throat> our guy called Mellow Anthony, stay mellow, hashtag stay mellow, uh, says RJ is a bland player. What do you think about that, Al? Maybe he could have phrased it better because I think that's what everyone is upset about. But he's not wrong. Uh, I, like he's There's nothing, you know, there's no highlight reel worthiness of his game. I mean, it's along the lines of like Tim Duncan. I'm not saying he's playing like Tim Duncan. Don't get me wrong about that. I'm just saying, but like when you watch Tim Duncan, you don't think of automatic highlight reel. When I think about Paul Pierce, I don't think about automatic highlight reel, like the way he played his game. It was very, you know, fundamentally sound. Right. And I say RJ plays more of a fundamentally sound game than being a highlight reel worthy player on a night to night basis. Yeah. And he doesn't like, we know he doesn't have the step back jumper. We know parts of his game like that still need to be worked on, but I don't think he was too far off in the style of play. And, you know, you had Merrill say like bland personality. Like he's not somebody that's going to give you clippable videos or yeah. hot takes while he's up there. You know, he's just going to keep it about business. That's what we liked about RJ. Very professional about that matter. He took his, he took his job very pro- professionally, man. Yeah. That's why I could say about RJ. Maybe that's what is the better way to go about it. Very professional. Not going to give you a hot take takes the get plays the game 
you know, in a simple manner. Yeah, yeah. Not flashy. I, I, don't, th- I don't think it should have been taken personally. A, a lot of fans took, took umbrage with what Melo said. I'm a Melo guy. I'm an RJ guy. I didn't see it as a shot. This is Carmelo Anthony, man. You know, 75 greatest of, of all time. Like, I, I can't. I can't see that as a shot to, you know, his fellow alum. But how many times have we talked about on the show that RJ didn't have a bag? He wasn't an exciting player. He was not an exciting player. And sometimes, or a lot of times, even in his high-scoring games, it, it some, some of them would end up in a loss. So it would make you wonder how much is he impacting winning, even if he is scoring, right? That was always the question. Is he playmaking? Is he, is he locking down defense? Is he coming up big in a clutch? How much is he impacting winning? That was a big question with RJ. Uh, uh, not having a mid-range game, not having a pull-up bag, having a, a one-dimensional move to the basket. Effective when he needs it to be. Yep. And so that's the other side of, of the coin here is that, no, he wasn't an exciting player, but when he was on, he was very effective. You see what he's going out there doing in Toronto. He's doing the same things. They still can't stop him. So he has his skill sets. He has his limitations. I think he plays on his strengths very well, and it works for him. It works for him. So he's still mad young. We'll see what happens in terms of of what the future holds and what his ceiling is. But, no, he's not a very exciting player. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of players in the NBA that aren't very exciting, but they are effective. Look, look Look at the whole conversation around Jokic last year. Yeah. How, how exciting is Jokic to the younger fans? Not really. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Now, to the basketball purists, yeah, you love to see how a big man of, of, of his size and, and, and lack of athleticism, how he moves and how he moves the ball and makes his team better. It's, it's great from a basketball purist standpoint, but it's far from exciting. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, that's why I don't see it as a shot. And then from the personality standpoint, I appreciated RJ staying low-key. You number three For draft sure. pick. You number three draft pick in New York. Stay out of the way and keep working. I appreciated it. Yeah, professional professionalism to the highest degree is what I think about when I think of R.J. Barry. Now, if there's a quote to be angry at, CP, uh, shout out to Steve Popper who wrote the article, who's speaking to that anonymous executive or yeah. whoever that may be, but calling R.J. IQ and Ob Soft is where I'm like, that. yeah. You didn't need to say that. I didn't. I didn't. One, I didn't like that. But two, I understood why the person spoke under the guise of anonymity because it was such a loser, cheap shot thing to say. Yeah. I if didn't you're going to say something that like that, yeah. You know, if you're going to say something like that, be on camera, you right? Know? Show your face, right? Right. Put a name to it. I, I didn't. I didn't like that. I don't. I never considered any one of those guys soft players. Every player has their limitations. I didn't think they were soft at all. I didn't think RJ was soft at all. To play in this market under the bright lights, far from soft. Far yeah. from soft. That, 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 that I don't agree with. Limited, that, and yes, can, but not soft. That and that, like, using soft can be misconstrued as a character trait. Like, I know I understand that they were talking about defensively, saying that the Knicks got tougher defensively. Yeah. But when you put the word soft in it, you're thinking about mentally weak, physically weak, and I don't put any of those guys in that category because, like you said, they had to play in New York, man. Yeah. And I think when you look at all those guys' situations, to come in every single day and not necessarily get the outcome that you want to do but still show up to work, still put in the grind, that's that's not weak at all. That's not soft. That's tough. Yeah. I, I didn't see it, man. 
I didn't see it. Look, they, they made the trade that they felt like was going to help this team, not just for the now, but going forward. We always talked about the fact that this RJ and Julius tandem was going to have to get broken up at some point. You know, not to not to get back into the, the, the trade and, you know, where it puts the team, but they made the move that was best for them. I don't think it's because RJ's soft or that he's bland or this, that, and the third. They just felt like they had to pull it back a little bit to move it forward. And I think this trade will end up, depending on what the Knicks do after this, but for, certainly for the Raptors, I, I think it's going to work out, man. They sent him home. They sent him to a great situation. He seems to be doing very well. I mean, how, how much did he have last night in, in the uh, in the Boston 24. game? Yeah, 24. Hey, and to, <laughs> I will say, to Mel's point, RJ had 24, 4, yeah. and then 24. So to say, you never know what you're going to get, whether it's going to be 26 yeah. or 4 points, right on brand. Yeah. But, I mean, shit, it looks like he's shooting the ball efficiently. I mean, when, when shot 11 to 19 last night, nine boards, four assists. And it looks pretty good, man. So, this is RJ's team, man. You know? So, RJ's team. So, yeah, like I said, man, I, I, I don't take it personal. Well, you took a shot at, at RJ. How many fans have been saying that? <laughs> How many fans were saying that every night on, on this show? You know, JJ from Brooklyn will put that comment in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> it's probably it's probably uh over the mantle right now. See, yeah. quoted, framed. Yeah. So there that is. Uh, you guys, let us know. You guys, be the judge. Let us know your thoughts in the chat. Hasib is king. Close the show for us, man. Hasib is king. Close the matinee edition grind time hour of the show. Hey, CPD, Jamie. Loud and clear. How you doing, man? I'm um, doing good, man. Not too bad. Um, just wanted to quickly talk about like the trade and with uh, the Grimes leaks that just came out today mm-hmm. regarding the reports. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not surprised kind of the writing was kind of on the wall beginning of the season when Grimes was talking about his role in the team and him losing his starting, you know, starting spot. Uh, it just drives me crazy that, you know, last week we went five games in a row and then all of a sudden it takes one bad loss and now the whole mm-hmm. fan base in shambles all of a sudden. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're still six teams above 500, you know, yeah. it's something to be worried about. It's only January, um, right, right, but right. trading, trading Grimes. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a bad move to do that because he still has some type of value. And at the same time, you know, you see what our offense is like when we don't have Jalen Brunson and then we don't have an actual point guard on the team. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a backup. So we need to make that move ASAP. Grimes, I like Grimes a lot, but he just doesn't move the needle at all. We do the same thing we do all the time with the young talent where we overrate them or, you know, do something that overvalue them pretty much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Grimes is a bad play is the reason why he's not in the starting lineup no more. If he wasn't building brick house in the beginning of the season, he'd probably mm. still be a starter. Dante okay. DiVincenzo, who we were saying over the summer that was overpaid, $50 million for four years. He's shooting lights out this season, and he's doing the same exact role that we had Grimes do. Yeah, You know what I mean? We can't knock on Tibbs for that. Grimes is the one that's shooting the bricks. So why would we, you know, why would we overreact to losing Grimes in this case? You know, mm-hmm. I, I really like that Colin Sexton, Kelly Olenek deal that Alex um, put out. I think doing one trade that kind of fulfills two needs mm-hmm. is uh, is really good because I can't see Precious, you know, playing no. in at the fight. It's, it's really bad. No. I, I feel like I'd rather have Nolan Zawell over Precious. <laughs> or, bring, awful, or bring Taj I mean? back. <laughs> or bring, or bring Taj. Go Taj, see what he's doing, I, man. Yeah. 
And, and, then, and then lastly, with the DeJounte thing, you know, yeah. I, I understand why Knicks want to do that to stagger minutes and kind of maybe when, you know, Randall and Brunson want to get that rest, mm-hmm. you play DeJounte to get some offensive firepower in there because now that we have Deuce showing what he can do in offense, um, him playing off ball would kind of help out a lot. But I, I think it's just really simple what we need to do. We just need to trade for like a Brogner, someone that's not going to cost too much assets. We still own a draft pick. Um, our own this draft and we still have that Mavs draft pick yeah. saying what we do with it draft some rookie skill contracts get a backup wing get a backup center or even a power forward mm-hmm. and then from there make a trade in the offseason I don't think it's kind of rocket science what we got to do okay. you know what I mean we kind of know what this team is at the moment so I don't think there's something to overreact about you know if we trade Grimes to get something better to improve the team then so be it okay appreciate the call man good to hear from you man yep thank you man I appreciate it sounds good all right, Alan, let's take a look at where uh, things stand with the squad right now. Um, last week, you had – let's see what, what they, where they were last week. I mean, you had a uh, the, the win over the Blazers. You had a, a tough loss to the Mavs with, uh, you know, just not looking – not looking like a, a defensive team. I mean, you lost to the Mavs, no Luka Doncic and, and Kyrie cooking. Then you, you beat a severely underhanded Grizzlies team, 106-94. And uh, to start this week off, it's a four games four games on the slate. They lose to the Magic, 98-94. Now, uh, Hasibis King says, you know, it's only January. But, look, I mean, things change. I mean, last week they were in fourth in the East. Now they're in seventh. Still separated by a game, but the Magic game is important. The next Pacer game will be important. The Heat game, the Cavs game, these will be important because these are the teams, four through eight, these Pacers. are the teams you're going to be in. Yeah, Pacers, Magic, these are teams you're going to be competing with. So, yes, it's only January, but now you put yourself with this loss against the Magic, you can only – the best you can do is tie the season series. You have four games against them, two left. Best thing you could do now is tie. So, you got to think about that as the season progresses. Um your, your thoughts on that, Al, where, where things stand? You hit, a, you hit the nail around the head, CP. There's not much to add. Is that all these games matter. You see how tight it is between the third and the eighth seed. And this is where I think the Knicks are doing their due diligence being serious. They don't want to take a step back and allow other, another team to go be competitive because it's not just the Knicks. Yeah. They're, look. Just we'll get the Damian Lillard trade. No one was talking about Milwaukee. Came out of nowhere, got Damian Lillard. Then we'll get the aftermath of that, right? You go Drew Holiday to the Celtics. It's you don't know the domino effect of what another trade can cause. So if you're the Knicks, you're thinking Brogdon, you're thinking Murray. You got to add somebody so that way you could stay competitive in this Eastern Conference. Yeah, and with a home heavy schedule in January, like shout out Alex, a great in the chat. You can't give away home games like that. You don't want to do that. You have a home heavy no. schedule in January. Take advantage of it. So um, let's see what happens there. Now, looking ahead, they're going to be hosting the Rockets tomorrow. You got a scrappy Rockets team coming in that can knock you off. We'll see what, where Brunson is. He did participate in shoot-around yesterday. How close is he? We'll have to see. So you got Rockets, then back-to-back against the Wizards. And then you get the, the homecoming, RJ, and quick. What's your predictions, man? We got wizard. Uh, we're winning the Wizards game. Okay, I'm not too worried about that. Sounds, sounds like you're worried about Alperin Sangoon tomorrow. Uh, Sangoon is a good player, but yeah. I think Ihart can 
could do that's could gonna do be a good matchup I'm looking forward it's to gonna that. be a good matchup yeah, it's gonna be a good yeah, matchup yeah um rockets game should be very competitive tomorrow mm-hmm. it all depends on if you, you need brunson back you need brunson you need brunson. you need brunson if you get brunson back i'm confident that we can defeat the rockets if there's no brunson it's a little i mean we lost to the magic and it was a tight game and i know we didn't have brunson but they didn't have the Wagner brothers yeah, on that side. Either. Yeah, so yeah. that's Rockets are also a tough team. Right. Not confident about that. We don't have Brunson. And then uh, for Toronto, I ex- I would expect Brunson to be back for that game. Mm-hmm. So I expect a win on that one. I expect to get a win against the Wizards. Okay. Raptors. It all depends on tomorrow. But if Br- if they're going to rest Brunson for tomorrow's game, I'm going two and one on the week. And it kind of seems okay. like it's going that way. Well, two and two because they lost yesterday. MLK two and two on the week. Yeah, yeah, two and two. I'm talking about. I, I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. If 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 they get Brunson back, I still think the Rockets game is going to be tough. I think they'll get up for the RJ game on Saturday. And you know, Wizards they they shouldn't have any problem with the Wizards. I'm looking forward to that game. I'm looking yeah. forward to the Raptors game. You're going to that one, right? I am. I will be there. I will be nice. there uh, with my number nine jersey on. Man. Ooh. Yeah. That's that's what I'm doing. Yep, still says New York. Still says New York on the front. Hey, I'm looking forward to watching uh, RJ go against the Knicks. I'm looking yeah. forward to that matchup. Yeah. I'm also looking forward to Quick and Brunson doing Quick that, and man. Brunson doing battle, or or is it Quick and McBride? I really hope Brunson's back, man. <laughs> Ooh. Please. What a shot to the McBride hive, man. There's you better hope they're not listening. Me. Come on, man. You, you, better not, you better hope they're not listening, man. The, my oh, man dropped 20 stop. points last night. My man dropped 20 points last night. I had McBride's a, a good player, man. I, I'm actually impressed. I'm actually impressed. The more yeah. the more minutes he gets, the better he's starting to look. Looks I'm good. Not lie. Yeah. Looks good. So, yeah, shout out to Deuce, man. I actually think, you know, despite the need for an upgrade on the bench... I actually think these are great minutes for him. It's great experience for him. He went up against a tough, stingy Magic defense last night. And was just putting up buckets. He was trying to match Cole Anthony's energy. He's just the rest of the squad. Couldn't follow behind. Julius, you know, number one candidate. However, the point is, is out of that position that he's playing, they just need a little bit more. It's not a knock on him. They just need a little bit more because nobody else on the team, and everybody else is very limited in terms of, being playmakers, being shot creators in their own right. So he just needed a little bit more out of that. So, uh, great show. Great show to everybody in the chat. Uh, Rate our trade scenarios in the comment section, man. What did you think? Which one did you like the best and which one did you not like, man? Leave it, you know, honest, honest feedback is always appreciated here, man. So uh, make sure you tap into that. Remember that this show is available in audio podcast format. No reason to miss it. You can catch us on all of the major podcast platforms. Uh, but if you did miss today's live show, shout out to the replay gang. Uh, oh, we did get a super chat. $10 super chat in from um, Artman, formerly known as Steve, says, Afternoon, fellas. I never want to see Randall at the five. <laughs> he tried to tell iHeart to guard the person he was guarding. If he's playing the five, who's going to pick up Randall's man? Also, hashtag Dejounte Murray. Yeah, I, I don't, uh, I'm, I don't, I don't uh, see it, man. I don't see Randall at the five. But you can always dream. Um, remember to get your merch, man. Shop.nixfantv.com. I'm getting ready. I'm waiting on my mailman right now. Getting ready to send out a boatload of packages that we put together last night. So a lot of you guys are going to be getting your shipments today. 
Uh, for those of you that haven't captured merch, man, shop.nixfantv.com. Right now, I'm rocking the, uh, the orange and blue skies, man. The orange and blue skies. Check it out. Go to shop.nixfantv.com and get yours. What else, man? A lot of you guys wanted to see what the merch looks like up close and personal, man. I'll give you guys a little preview. Couple things that we have in the shop right now, but there will be we're adding more and more designs each month, so make sure you stay tuned. This is the KFTV logo hoodie, man. This is the KFTV logo hoodie. You know what I mean? The flagship logo. Obviously, we got the snapbacks, the new era snapbacks in the store as well. What else do we have? This one was the the 2023 playoff shirt. Vibes are immaculate, but people are still buying them, and we still have them in stock, man. So if you guys want those. We have these in uh, black and royal blue. We have the logo tees in black and royal blue as well. But it is hoodie season, ladies and gentlemen. It is hoodie season, so you can get your logo hoodies. Get them while supplies last, man. We have these in black and royal blue as well. But the hottest seller right now has been the For the Fans, By the Fans hoodie, man. If you guys are in L.A., you guys are at the L.A. Watch Party. You guys saw me rocking it. A lot of people had them already. A lot of people copped the For the Fans, By the Fans hoodie. It's got the KFTV logo on the uh, top left chest there. And the For the Fans, By the Fans on the back, man. It's just what we do, man. It's just what we do, man. Keep it simple here. And uh, hint, hint, these might be coming out in black as well. So make sure you guys stay tuned. As I said, the orange and blue sky hoodie, man. And there you see that edifice there in the middle, Al. And what do the initials say? KFTV. I like it. KFTV in the middle. Boom. Go ahead and cop those. Shop.nixfantv.com. Also, now these are sold out, but these are so fire, I had to show them off either way, man. The Brunson 50 Tees. Fire. You see that? You see that, Al? That play on words, that 50 in the middle? I like it. Shout out to Gamba on the design, the Brunson 50 joint with the stats on the back. We got these in black. Well, we had them in black. They sold out now. <laughs> we had them in black. Only ones getting them is Team KFTV. That's it. And we got them in white. These are the white ones. Brunson 50 joints with the stats on the back. So these are sold out. Only ones available are for this is for my guy E from MSG. E, if you're watching, this one is yours. When I see you, I got to give it to you. And uh, and and Al and, and the rest of the Team KFTV is getting theirs. That's it, man. Sold out. Beanies are on the way. More colorways, more designs, more styles are on the way. Beanies. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's cold outside, man. The hawk is out right I, now. I'm looking for my beanie. Woo. Man, you, you got to protect your bean, man. The hawk is out. It's 20-plus below. It's crazy out here, man. Snowing right now around me. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there that is, man. But great show. Great way to break it all down. Salute to everybody in the chat. Salute to King Matthew says, man, great show as usual. And do y'all still send stickers? Absolutely. You know what? I left. The stickers are downstairs, but we got new ones. We got new ones. So those of you that have purchased... You guys are going to see which ones. I'll leave it as a little Easter egg. Or if you go on the Insta, in, Knicks Fan TV Instagram, uh, look on the stories, you'll see. You'll actually see the stickers being made. We give you guys a little bit of the behind the scenes. Shout out to uh, Roy, our printer. And uh, and you'll see the different stickers that we have that we've thrown in the bag as a uh, little, little Easter egg, man. As a little Easter egg. So there that is. Jay's official in the chat, Al, says, is the live coming to an end? We need to talk about who's next to be traded. <laughs> what do we tell Jay right now? <laughs> replay gay. Watch man. it. You get replay gay. <laughs> replay gay. Yeah, King Matthews, stickers of fire. Um, so so we have them. We have them there. But King Matthews, take a look on our on our Instagram stories. 
Send me a DM. If you if you cop some merch or you're going to cop some merch and there's a particular sticker you want, you've been rocking with it for so long, let us know your request. We'll, we'll throw it in the bag. No problem, man. No problem. So, uh, Al, enjoy the rest of your day. And we'll see you guys on the other side, man. Peace. Xander, yes, we internet we we do deliver international. We just sent a, a package out to Australia, man. So yeah, we we deliver international, man. Absolutely. Peace. <laughs>